Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Let's try something together today. I want us to go back to the past and think about what was happening, say, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago or longer. Of course, it depends upon our age. Maybe we were just finishing high school. Maybe we were just getting married. Maybe we were starting our first job. But what I want us to do is think of an important time in our lives where things began to change or things were going on and think about, hmm, what did I at that point think was going to happen in the future? What were my goals? What were my plans? How did I think life would turn out? And if we need to pause this podcast right now, that's great. Let's go ahead and do that. Okay. Now, the question I want us to all ask is, did life turn out the way we expected it to? Did the goals that we had for our future turn out the way we hoped it would? Is it the same or is it very different? And in some cases, of course, things turned out exactly as we expected. We expected to have two kids and we have two kids. We expected to finish college and get a job in this field and we did. But for many of us, probably all of us, some of the things we planned didn't turn out the way we expected. Life had a lot of twists and turns along the way. And even if we're young and we're new to life, we still can go back a few years and think, what did I expect this time of my life to be like? What did I hope for? And did it turn out that way? There's one really good lesson that this exercise can teach us is that life changes. Life doesn't stay the same. It's in constant flux. It's in constant movement. Things just don't turn out the way we always planned. And we have to adapt to those changes. And the question that we need to ask ourselves here is, how do we adapt well? How can we be happy adapters? Think of it this way. Think about gravity. If I hold up my phone and I let it go, guess what's going to happen? We all know what's going to happen. It's going to drop. It may break and I may have to go get a new phone. So I don't do that. I hang tightly onto my phone so it won't break. We realize that life is filled with gravity. And if we adapt, if we adjust to that gravity, then life goes pretty well for us. But when we fight gravity, when we fight the rules of gravity, it just isn't good. I mean, think about a drunk driver driving crazy because he forgets or she forgets the rules of gravity. Or think about someone involved in some extreme sport that takes it too far. And gravity is going to win in those circumstances. But when we flow with gravity, when we don't fight it, life can go pretty well. We'll still get injuries, but at least we knew we got those injuries within the laws of gravity. I remember when I was a teenager, I wanted to try skateboarding as some of my friends had gotten into it. And I was brand new to it, so I wasn't very good at it. And I was driving down this hill, and I started going really fast, and the skateboard started wobbling. And I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll jump off, and I'll be fine. But I was going a lot faster than my feet could go, and I crashed, and I got pretty beaten up after that. I tried to fight the rules of gravity, and I got injured. Well, as much as gravity is an absolute law of the universe, there's another law of the universe that I think we really fight, so we get a lot of injuries. And that law is change. Life changes. It just doesn't stay the same. And this is such a basic law, but we fight it. We really fight it. And that's why we suffer. And we're listening to this podcast to end suffering. So one of the things we have to adapt to in order to do well in life is we have to adapt well to the law of change. Life changes no matter what. It just doesn't stay the same. It may change rapidly, it may change slowly, 
but it's going to change. Think of an athlete, for example, a professional athlete. In their 20s, they're going to be at the peak of their physical ability. They're going to be amazing. They can continue into their 30s, but then they have to use experience to keep up with their delayed body because their body's getting older. It may not run as fast. It may not move as fast. But now that they've had 15, 20 years of experience, they can use that experience to continue to play. But in the 40s, even with all that experience, their bodies just can't keep up anymore. And it will be time for a professional athlete to retire. That's part of the game. Everyone gets that, and they're okay with that. That's just part of being a professional athlete. The part, though, that can often upset athletes is injuries. I mean, injuries are part of playing sports, and they don't like it when they get them. It isn't fair. It isn't right. But if you play an intense sport, sometimes you get injuries. That is part of going into that field. You have to take that risk. And when injuries come, in order to do it well, it means we have to adapt to those changes. A professional athlete who's going to be successful, even with injuries, has to adapt to them. And that may mean the end of their career. But in life, if they want to do well, they have to say, well, I had a few good years. I'm glad for them. And now I'm going to move on to this next stage of my life. Many don't do that. Many are very upset and struggle. So they suffer. But we, too, are much like that. We have our expectations. We know what we are capable of doing. But guess what? Life throws us surprises that we don't foresee. But we're listening to this podcast because we want to have beautiful lives. And we all can. There's nothing keeping us from that. But the way we're going to do this, the way we're going to do this well, is to not fight this basic rule of nature that life changes. That life can change in ways that are very unexpected. And if we want to be happy, if we want to have lives that are peaceful, content, that we do well with, then we can't fight that. Life changes. And I know when changes come, it's a bit of an adaption. But here's the key. What if we became happy adapters? What if we learned to not only not fight it, but learn to embrace the changes? ASAP. Initially, we may say, I don't like that. I mean, I do think that's a very normal response to change. Hmm, is this going to be better or is this going to be worse? And if we can do things to get it back to the way it was, if it was better the other way, we should do that. But a lot of things in life we just can't control. So in those situations, once we have that initial, then we say, okay, this is what life is giving me. How do I make this work? How do I adapt well to this so that my life can continue to go well no matter what? Because life is going to bring changes. And it's very natural, if we like the way life's been, to be upset when these changes come. But if we continue to fight it, if we fight changes that are going to be permanent, that we know are going to stay, for example, if we lose our job and we liked our job and we're not getting it back, then we are going to suffer if we continue to say, but I want that job back. I need it back. That was my favorite job. That's just a path of suffering. Instead, we say, I really did like that job. But I'm sure something else is going to come along that I'm going to find that I'm going to work towards enjoying that too, whatever that may be. We are awesome at adapting if that's our goal. If our goal is to hang on to things, then we suffer. If our goal is to adapt, then that's what will happen. And we can become very good at adapting. And I know I've talked about this in different podcasts, but today what I want us to focus in on is developing that skill of really being a happy adapter acknowledging that is a better way to live life, to adapt to life when changes come, 
Finding life is a path of suffering. Because really the key here is the suffering is in our hands. If we're going to suffer on this count, this count of adaption, it's going to be because we are fighting life. And fighting life is really not a very good thing to do because life's going to win. Life's going to just win. If we fight the reality of life, if we fight this adaption rule when it kicks in, because it will kick in, then we're just going to suffer. If we say, I get it. I get it. I'm tired of suffering. I'm going to start rolling with that changes of life. And then I'm going to find that life is going to go a lot better because I'm going to very quickly say, okay, if this is what's next, I'm going to make this work. When we become the happy adapter, life goes really, really well. And let me use two examples as a way to illustrate this point. One of work and one of love. In the workplace, after 30 years of working with companies, I've seen one very constant theme that causes a lot of suffering. And again, it has to do with change. As we all know, technology changes. And almost all companies are based on some form of technology. And when these changes occur, I see two types of responses. The healthy response is one in which the people say, good, I know there's a little bit of adapting to this new system, but it's going to be better. I'm excited about this change. Some employees, sadly, really fight the change and thus they suffer. Because the change is here. The change is coming. And if they fight what is, that's a path to suffering. Embracing making the change work is the path of enjoying our work, getting along well, and really going to work with a smile on our face. When we fight the change, we're going to suffer. Now, I know sometimes change actually isn't for the better. The upper management is making decisions that may not be better for everyone involved. At that point, we can do two things. We can talk to the management and see if they can understand our point of view. But until they do, we need to say, well, today they haven't changed. So this is what I'm going to work with. I'm going to work with this new system. Maybe tomorrow they'll go back to the old ways, which were better. But until they do, this is what I'm going to work with because this is what my work has given me. That's a path of being content at work. That's a path of liking our work. We like our work or we don't. It's all on our hands. It doesn't really matter what's happening. So when we stop fighting change and we embrace change and when we need to fight change, we still embrace the change until we can get it back to the old ways, then life goes so much better. Now let's talk about love. Love changes too, doesn't it? Sometimes we meet the love of our life and it goes well and we die in our arms together. That doesn't happen to most of us though. We fall in and out of love. We go through a divorce. We go through breakups. Lots of things happen in regard to love. And we know people out there that are well after they've gone through a divorce. We know people out there that have breakups that go forward and are doing quite well, often even better. But we also know people that it's 20, 30, 40 years later that are still upset and angry about the breakup they had years ago. That isn't uncommon to find either. But both are in the choice of the person. Do we want to adapt to the change of love? Because love changes. Or do we want to fight it? Because the key concept here is we can do either one. We can fight the change or we can embrace it. And the good news is in regards to love is if we're better at adapting to potential changes, when there is a bump in our current relationship, instead of just going wacko and freaking out, we stay calm. And then we can talk calmly with that person and talk about, are we on that path of change or can we work this through? 
when we're fearful, when, when we're in that fearful place, we don't say things as kindly. We react instead of respond, and the changes often then come far more rapidly. So today, after listening to this podcast, if we decide, yes, it really makes sense to embrace change, it makes sense to become a happy adapter when I need to, it doesn't mean we have to agree to every change. If we can fight it and keep things the way they are, if it's better, then we need to do that. But life doesn't always do that. It fights us and it says, nope, this is the way it's going to be. So when it's going to be a certain way, if we want to have good lives, if we're truly committed to having peaceful, beautiful, happy lives, then we have to do two things. One, we have to go back to the past, think about our life and say, am I still hanging on to something from the past? Am I fighting something that happened in the past and it is causing me to suffer because I wish that hadn't happened and I'm still fighting that change? That's the first thing we need to do. The second thing we need to do is become really good at understanding how beneficial it is to adapt. When we adapt, life goes well, pretty much no matter what, because if we get sick, it just doesn't matter. We're going to adapt. We're going to adapt well to those changes. Because as I like to say, when changes happen, even when they seem horrific, there's just always, always something beautiful we can focus on. And if we choose to adapt, that's where our energy is going to go towards. Whatever we think is going to be true. So if we think that this is horrible and my life's over, we're right. If we think that, well, I wish this hadn't happened, but my life isn't over. I'm going to have a beautiful life no matter what, then we're right. I'm not trying to diminish the fact that some change is hard. Of course it is. We love someone and they died of cancer. We lose a job because it went out of business that we deeply loved. We get health problems and have to adapt to those changes. Yes, change happens and sometimes it is more challenging to find the good in it. But if that's our focus, if we want to be happy, no matter what, then that's a path we have to take. We have to say, okay, though this has happened, I can still have a beautiful life. It's going to take work because this is a big one, but I can do it. That's where my focus and my energy is going to go towards making my life still something that I love living because that's my focus. Because as I so like to say, there's just always something beautiful to be with. Find that beauty and live well. When we live well, when we adapt, when we become the happy adapters, life can really go beautifully. Thank you again for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast, I'd love a review from you. Also, if you want to learn more about the world of happiness, just go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. Until next time, accept what is love what is. Do you ever wonder why some companies do so well, grow, and just seem to keep coming up with great ideas and keep expanding? While other companies are permeated with negativity, lawsuits, employee turnover, and just overall unhappiness in the workplace. Whichever corporate camp you find yourself in, or somewhere in between, the key to any company's ongoing success is to invest in and help their employees perform at their peak performance. 
there are very clear and specific things that people can do to perform well at work and in life in general. This is the focus of my podcast, and it's also the focus of my work. Being at the cutting edge of any market is sustained through investment, investment in training employees how to perform well. But sustained growth and productivity requires specific psychological tools in order to continue to perform at peak levels. This is where I can help. I've been studying peak performance for over 30 years now, helping people all over the world. And there are very specific things that have to be maintained in order to sustain this level of performance. When companies invest in their employees, their employees are invested in them. Unfortunately, it's quite common for companies to be doing exceptionally well in the marketplace, but for unknown reasons, key employees make poor choices, leave the company, or start struggling and coping with stress-related illnesses. Companies that do well know their business really well, but human behavior works in mysterious ways unless you've been trained to understand the causes and cures of underperformance. If you're a forward-thinking company, perhaps it's time to think about giving your employees skills that may really help them perform well at work and throughout their lives. If you work for or manage a company and you're ready to learn the skills in order to survive and thrive in any market, in any conditions, or in life in general, I'd love to help. These are the skills I've learned. These are the ones I'd love to bring to your company. True lasting success has to be seen from a broader perspective, not just monetary. And if you're ready to bring about these changes, that's where I can help. To learn more, go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. And whether we're at the doorstep of retirement or have many years to go, may we always be growing and be developing our skills not only as successful employees, but as successful human beings.